Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back at you, the Monday edition of the Lori and Julia Show here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Well, we, you know, we gave away all those wonderful Amazon Echo spots. A lot of people are very happy to have those, but that doesn't mean the listener rewards portion of our new and improved app is over. Oh, no. No, you still got to download that thing and get registered because we have all sorts of wonderful things we'll be giving away just for registering with listener rewards, okay? Do it, though. And What's that? No, no, we have other things. No, but isn't today the last day for the Echo Spot to get your name in on the April 30th pool? No, I think they may they have did it already. already, already it. Yeah. I'm a dollar late yeah. on that one. Okay, so uh, kind of excited last night. Um, Andy Cohen had in the Bravo Clubhouse Sting and Shaggy, and we've heard that Sting and Shaggy are going on the road album. together. They've got an album yeah. out, and both... I mean, we love Shaggy. Was the, I mean, I still listen to that to that album. Album, I know mm-hmm. it's so good. So they were. I mean, it was just. I wouldn't have believed it would have gotten as dishy as it did, but it really did. It was really good. We learned some new things about Sting, yeah. and we're going to listen to their new song. But uh, let's play the first uh, audio about the the question for Sting and and reality singing shows. The question is, uh, Sting, you've once called American Idol and X Factor appalling. What would it take for you to judge a musical competition series? To judge one? Yeah. I don't think I'm a judge. I'm, I'll be hopeless at judging. Really? I'm not a judge. Yes. Not a fan of the singing competitions. No. 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 I think it's very good television. Right. It's cheap and exploitative. Right. But I don't want to be. Do you think it's exploitative? Because aren't they discovering new talent? Mm, yes and no. Right. They discover them and then where do they go? Right. Oh. Well, Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's the, that's the Yes, yeah. that is the exception to the rule. Um, Alyssa C wants to know, Sting, is there one Sting or Police song that you are actually sick of performing live? Nope. No. No. Every night I sing that song or any song that I may have written 40 years ago as if I'd just written it with the same energy, the same passion, and the same curiosity. That's great. Is there? I thought is that. There one I, I was song, wondering if that was a little there BS. Absolutely, but. one song that you know if you're doing a, a gig that you absolutely have to perform. Yeah. What? 
Roxanne. Yeah. Oh, his voice still sounds good. Ooh, I got I'm, I got spilkus from that. Spilkus. No, yeah, I no, I feel he's very sincere. He's 100%. very zen. I, yeah. I believe him 100%. And I wish Andy or someone would have remembered. I mean, Kelly Clarkson sold so many albums. Yes. She sued and got out of her record contract. That's what he means by exploitive. The people that win these competitions have to sign. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's And it's, also Carrie Underwood. But well, she's two. not. But, but she Kelly got out Clarkson, of it one yep, direction. Yep. I mean, you know, the people that are really, really good, they get out of that record deal as fast as they can. Yeah, they can. And they have to buy themselves out of it. Yeah, they do. That's what he means by yep. the exploitive thing, because most people aren't going anywhere that do win. It's almost better if they don't win for their career. Right. Right. So I just, I was just feeling Sting. Uh, he looks so healthy. I was just looking up the Sting diet. Yeah, I love um, his blonde hair. Yeah, and he just looks so tight and toned. And he, he eats and a lot. T- of- and he and Trudy have been together for a long time. And I just, I dig him. He, that is a man who doesn't act like a weasel. He grows fifty different types of organic fruits and vegetables and raises chickens and turkeys on his farm. Yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. He looks lean. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, this is the after show. And someone asked Sting, I think, about Prince. Yeah. Sting, uh, Nick Runner one wants to know if you ever hung out with Prince. Yes. And do you have a favorite memory of that? I once um, played on stage with him at Wembley in London, and I played the Rolling Stones Missing You. I played bass for him. Mm. Oh, my God. Well, that's an amazing memory. Yeah. What do you remember about Live Aid? Uh, very little. Very little. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go back to the phones. Caller, what's your name, and from where are you calling? Hi, I'm Sharon, and I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, Sharon, what's your question? I'm a huge fan of yours and a huge fan of the show, but my question is actually for Shaggy. Okay. Have you ever had to say it wasn't me in real life because you were caught cheating on a girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Do people say that to you on the street all the time? Time. And your feeling about that is... Uh, ching There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a, he gets ten dollars every time everyone screams that at him. And he was really charming, Shaggy. Oh I just thought he gosh. was. He was just darling. He was just like so fun. I'm like, where have you been, Shaggy? And a, and he did a killer James Brown and imitation yes, of the time he was on tour with James Brown. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just he just Shaggy just doesn't come to the Twin Cities. I don't know if we don't have enough. Jamaican and reggae love that we would turn out, but I want this Sting Shaggy show to come here. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, let's uh, let's play the next one uh, where Andy's asking some questions of Sting. What was the best business decision you ever made? Would you say? Um, it, it was totally counterintuitive. Leaving my job, I was a school teacher, right, with a pension, right. to chase a dream uh, with no prospects at all. I didn't know anybody. I had one telephone number. Of Stuart Copeland, who was the the drummer from the Police. Yes, uh, I used that telephone number, and that so I owed wow. Stuart my career. And what was your big break as the Police when you formed the band? Um, writing a song called Roxanne, which uh, that was it. People loved and wow. all over America. And, and how old were you when you left being a school school teacher? I was uh, twenty four. Wow. That's and had you and when you grew up, did you grow up wanting to be a musician or a school teacher? I wanted to be a musician. You did, but uh, I had no idea how to do it, so I became a teacher. And when you quit, were your parents mad at you? No, they knew I was crazy anyway. So right. <laughs> of- 
And Isn't that something? Yeah. We also learned from Sting that um, he was a bus driver for a little period of mm-hmm. time. And he went to Madonna and Guy Ritchie's wedding. Yeah, they were very good friends. Sting, I believe, and Trudy introduced Madonna to Guy Ritchie. They were friends with him two castles over. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. And so And he talks about wearing a kilt. Yeah. And you in the in the tradition is you just don't wear anything underneath. On a good day lipstick. That's right. <laughs> I always think of that, Lori. Oh. I always think of that. And then of course the song uh, uh Was there one more? Well, yeah, but the song oh, okay. Roxanne I oh, is not the same as the Rosanna song by uh, Toto, which is the song about Rosanna Arquette. I don't know who Roxanne is about. Sometimes oh. I would get those because that song oh. Rosanna by Toto yeah. oh, yeah. is about oh. Rosanna Arquette. They get mixed up, those two? I've never mixed those two up. No, you haven't? Never. Rosanna. Never. No, Roxanne. It's, oh, no. Rosanna, Rosanna. Never. Yeah. Right. Never. Is it Roxanne I about up. a prostitute? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, turn on your red light. Yeah, turn on your red light. Okay, let's play the this one, uh, Shaggy Please Braggy, because it's all Shaggy Q&A. Shaggy has been bringing pure pleasure to the music scene for some 25 years. The list of people he's wor- who've worked with Mr. Boombastic have been, in a word, fantastic. Here's what, <laughs> it's time for Shaggy Please Braggy. I'm going to go through a slew of your past collaborators. Say the best thing you can about each. Uh, Patti LaBelle. Oh, um... Life of the party. Life of the party, for real. Shaka Khan. Uh, Shaka Khan, um... Drinks. Drinks, I love it. Pitbull. Uh... Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Backstreet Boys, you you were the opening act for Backstreet Boys in 2001. Yeah, we we did that. Seems impossible. It was amazing. I just saw them the other day, too. You did? Yeah. Um, These guys are a lot of party. They might seem like a boy band back then, but... Like crazy party. Really? Uh, what about Sting? Uh, Sting? Yes. A little calm. A little... He's calm. Yeah. Calm. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't, you know, the type of Backstreet Boys party we don't have. I don't believe it. He's Thank awesome. you very much. And and I was going and looking at, uh, you know, his Twitter, Mr. Boom Bastic, yes. which is what uh, the real Shaggy goes by. And, you know, Sting and Shaggy performed for the Queen last week at 10.30 p.m. And so people are like, that is one strong lady to sit through a Sting and Shaggy show at 10.30 p.m. And and Andy asked Sting, what does the Queen smell like? And he said roses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But really, if you want to see Shaggy and Sting, you can... Well, we're going to... Let's listen to this song and see what we think. Uh, Um... People are either loving it or hating it. The funniest thing that I've seen about it is, I can hear it now, every move you make, it wasn't me. Every vow you break, it (laughs) wasn't me. Every smile you fake, it wasn't me. Every clean music, it wasn't me. so right. I know, but let's let's take a listen and see if we like it. It's called Don't Make Me Wait. All right.
What do you think, you guys? It's okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. They kind of, their voices started, mm-hmm. like, on theory, you think, what? Sting, Sting and Shaggy, like, uh, we follow this Elizabeth Windsor on, you know, obviously not the real one. Right. But she's very snarky, um, and with the photo, Sting and Shaggy, there's honestly not enough gin in England to make this bearable. Right. Ooh. So here's what Pitchfork <laughs> wow. says. The What's reggae-like pitch- collaboration between Sting and Shaggy is as... Professional, good nature, and helplessly uncool as its billing promises. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yet, I kind of liked it. They did a live performance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I fun. love reggae music. I love Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Sting's voice. I don't know. It, I, I guess. I guess I would love it if they would do a mix-up of every breath you take, and it wasn't me. Oh, I think yeah. that would be hysterical. <laughs> For fun. No kidding. And uh, doing a big, uh, pretty big tour of, of uh, Europe this summer. Well, they're okay. going to be in Italy. Yes, Julia, uh, Italy. Yeah. They'll be in California a few more dates, and then they're just going all over Italy. Yeah, fantastic. How fantastic Fan- does that And Andy sound? was in a real good mood last night because the $30 million loss, dollar lawsuit against him and Melissa Gorga was thrown out of court. For besmirching the clothing store or something that something the lady like that. Yeah. I, you know, you can't ask for thirty million when the shop was only worth, you know, thirty thousand. Right. There you go. <laughs> Details. 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 All right, listen, we come back. We got Elizabeth Reese and the dirt. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth. Hi, girls. Happy birthday. Nice to be with you. Nice to see you, my dear. I have a lot of celebrities who are working to get their money from Harvey Weinstein. Listen to this. Uh, A whole who's who list of Hollywood celebrities has filed objections to the Weinstein Company sale, saying the studio owes them money. I'm talking big names. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Meryl Streep, George Clooney, Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Bill Murray, Quentin Tarantino, Julia Roberts. The list goes on. So these people are saying well, owed money for, for for movies, all sorts that of different they've done stuff. With Weinstein projects, outstanding like royalty payments, checks, royalties. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So here are some examples, you guys. So um, Quentin Tarantino has had a long collaboration with the Weinstein Company. He made four films for the studio. He says he's owed a substantial amount still for those films. Three hundred thousand dollars for Grindhouse. $575,000 for Inglorious Bastards, some $1.3 million for Django Unchained, and wow. $2.5 million for The Hateful Eight. Wow. How do they let people not pay them for so long? Or are they doing like projected future? I think it must be. And I think it must be as the movie goes on, they're continued to owe money. Right. Wow. Um, Jennifer Lawrence says that she is owed $102,623 for her work on Silver Linings Playbook. And in Meryl Streep's filing, it notes that she hasn't been able to get an accurate account of outstanding payments in connection with her work for on um, The Giver and August Osage County. Weinstein Company says that they owe her $168,000 for that. Wow. The Weinstein that Company said mad. it may owe George Clooney $250,000 for the same movie, though the producer on the film says this amount does not take into account back-end participation. That's the thing. It's those back Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply deal sure that as it gets further and further they're owed money and i'm sure they get payments at certain times um so there you go wow deadline reported that there's a list of thousands of people who are owed money like from the studio yeah i mean it's tons of other people it's just these people have filed these what a mess i just hope all the people who are working there day to day get got paid their well, right. I know. No Salaries, kidding. But I mean, that I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if Harvey's been siphoning money. Like if he knew or had any indication this was coming. Sure. I never trust these people. I feel like there's offshore accounts everywhere. I know. I do, too. I feel like don't that you same think thing. So? Yes, I 100%. Like all of a sudden, those two, the two Weinstein brothers, uh, we don't know. We, we don't have anything. any money. We don't have anything. We did it for the love of the art. I know. And everything was in the company. Right. We didn't have anything. But I wonder what will happen if it's like you go after the company first and then you go after them personally. Right. I mean, or do they have like insurance policies that prevent people from being able to go after them? I, you know, there could be certain amounts that is that is kept. People who own businesses do all of these things. Exactly. Right? You know. I just collect paychecks. (laughs) It's a different deal, but we'll see what happens there. Russell Brand's mother suffered life-threatening injuries in a car crash. He had to cancel his rebirth tour after his mother was critically injured. So he talked about this on social media and just really appreciated um, all of the thoughts and the messages. Um, So he said he's so sad for his mom. Oh, and she only finished. She finished chemotherapy a month ago. Oh no, that's really sad. Um, The man who was driving was a friend of his. His name is Taz, and Russell Brand says he is in a good recovery, um, and he just really was appreciating all of the people who uh, were helping his mom. I know. It was a chauffeur-driven limo, and she was pulled from the limo bleeding after a hit-and-run accident. Oh, that's sad. I know. It's re- and she'd been on her way to babysit at his home for the kids. Or for their daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sad. I know. It's really sad. Uh, Leah Michelle over the weekend got engaged. Yes, we posted her yes. ring. No, Beautiful. it was a really cute picture, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, friends of the actress are saying it was a super private proposal. Their super relationship- private, but we're letting everybody know. <laughs> Until the ring picture went out. Uh, their relationship has been very private, but they're very happy. Uh, it was so romantic. He's a really nice guy, and Leah is extremely happy. They've been dating for over a year. It's a four-carat ring, and she captioned the photo just, yes. And they were introduced by Leah's best friend. And they were friends before they started dating. Nice. Yeah, they've known each other for a long time. It's so the the guy is best friends with her best friend's husband. Cool. Well, and he yeah. started working for Theory. So he works for clothing houses yes. and um she's always been a big fan of his and the yeah. work that he does. So it's really nice especially since um Oh my gosh, now I'm going to blank on his name. Help me, oh, you guys. Corey Monteith. Corey Monteith. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Her boyfriend. After right? her boyfriend passed away of yeah. a heroin overdose yeah. back in the day. Blake Lively wore over $7,000 worth of Louboutin heels in a 24-hour period. Wow. Don't you well, that's that probably, big? they're about six ninety five, seven hundred 700 bucks a pair, so. 
She's Are you going like, to do the math? Yeah. Listen, she's probably she on makes, a, yeah. a Louboutin tour. I'm sure she <laughs> I is. I don't know. Yeah. That's good for her. Mm-hmm. She, I think she does that sometimes sure, when she has these movie things. Where she, remember that one? 14. She'll wear like 12 outfits in yeah. one day. Yeah. It's and so she styles fun. herself. Yes. I love that. I do too. I think she just has such great taste and she's just darling to watch. It's fun she to see is what darling. she puts on. Yeah, yes. She really is. Oh my gosh. This Avengers movie is just killing it. The box office uh, now, global box office, $641 million. Wow. Because overseas, it went up to $383 million. It's Avengers Infinity War. Blew past its estimated $630 million global opening. Um, it was giant. It was absolutely giant. I don't even get these movies. And clearly, oh, I'm the only one on the planet. the only one on the planet. Everyone is seeing these. Thor is, was really good. Uh, Black Panther is really good. It's all the Marvel Universe. It's, I mean, they really, when they're done well, they are a blast. Right. They're just really fun to watch. Yes, of course. But can you start at any point Yes, in these? of course. Go see Thor Go Ragnarok. See Go cares? see Black Panther. You don't have to see this stuff in order. All right, that's good. Yeah. That's good. It's like wanting to know what's going on with Game of Thrones. It's boobs and dragons. Yeah. Just enjoy it. I just need to have that with closed captioning because I just can't yeah. understand any of it. Oh, yeah. totally. You guys, mm-hmm. 100% totally. That's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. sync got such a huge crowd to get their, Hollywood, their star on the Hollywood Walk yep. of Fame. Mm-hmm. It was like hundreds of screaming fans trying to catch a glimpse. Not surprising. I mean, Justin Timberlake was there. The last time they were all together was a couple of years ago at um, JC's 40th birthday bash. But they were all there getting the star and people are like living their life through their phones. Just yeah. seeing the images. Yep. It's Lori, fun. Lori was excited. Oh, yeah. That weaselly Justin Timberlake. Honestly, <laughs> that guy just cannot be straight up honest about I anything. Know, I know. I know. I all know. right. Listen, thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Um, we've got Kenny with the traffic. When we come back, it is time for Sex Monday. So wait a second, Lori. Steer. Not a big fan of JT? No. <laughs> Can't stand. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. Yay. Sex Monday. It keeps coming up anyhow. All right, let's let's get it going on, shall we? Yeah. Oh, Donnie, at some point we do have to hear "Was It Me" before we leave this show today. I love that because we love that song. I do have it. Okay, so I'm going to give uh, both uh, uh, dating advice and um, you know what love does to your brain. It's going to be all over the place, but here's just one little thing. Okay, here's yep. one little thing that is a new thing that's happening. Uh, with younger people. Okay. A travel trend that's changing. Instead of people taking one long honeymoon, more couples are taking a bunch of shorter trips. Many moons. Mm-hmm. Huh? Many moons. Many moons. Well, just, yeah, many. Uh, they. <sighs> I don't know if I'm for this or against this, to be honest, because I think if you get married... And you, it, it's nice to go away for, it's so stressful. You don't want it to be stressful, but I'm sorry, a wedding it, is stressful. And it's nice to just get away and just yes. remember each other. And I just say start hell your, no to I a three-day weekend for oh your honeymoon. Oh my gosh, no way. That's a, that's a Don't let anyone idea. talk you into a bunch of shorter trips. At no. least this one time. Take a long trip. Yes. If you've celebrated an, a wedding or something, 
because it really you're you need it and it's good for you and it's fun and it's nice to it's really fun. three three days doesn't let you relax relax and unplug enough i don't think I don't want to do seven romantic weekend getaways in lieu of a really great honeymoon. I just say do it because you're like ready. And I would say that I think, um, you know, that's always one of the things that I know sometimes it, you know, people do it for, you know, with the best of intentions, but I do like a bride who has a destination wedding, but she is a time and like you're le- I'm leaving this resort and they go to another place because mm-hmm. you don't want to be hanging out with all with these your people. Buddies. This was always our thing that, that ringed our alarm with Jen- Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau. 20 the fact of their that best they, friends went to Bora Bora. Uh, all on the same plane. And it just was like, wait, don't you want to just be alone yes. and be giddy? And yes. just it's that one time that you're gonna do yep. it. Um all right. So anyway. I'm with you. Yeah. Just do it that one time. I think so. Okay, now if you're just looking to, you know, for the one, it's good to be reminded about the conversation buzzkill that crushes every date. And it might even be a good thing to remember if you're with somebody, whether you're married, engaged, or whatever, because I think this is this could just be in general. Okay. Um, okay. So negativity is oh. the number one huge turnoff. I don't care if you're with somebody, but if you're certainly, if you're just dating, but it's, it's a turn with off it's, with anybody. It's with people. Even if you're not dating, it's with friends. Yes. I mean, if, oh my if gosh, somebody is a Debbie downer, downer or a Dave downer or whatever you want to call it, but on dates and people pick up on that right away. That is why if you're new to the dating world, for whatever reason, do not, under any circumstances, talk about your ex. Ever. No. 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 No, because you may not realize it, but unless you had like some kind of amazing conscious uncoupling, right. most people's <laughs> stuff leaks out sideways. Yes, it does. About it. So, um, and then, of course, talking so much that mm-hmm. you're... Now, do you think guys talk more than women that they'll over talk? I really don't. Uh, I don't either. I really don't. I th- no, I don't. Do you over talk? Have, have were you guilty of that? I have been guilty of that probably of, of filling in the because I just am not used to pauses. Yeah, because we if there's a pause in the show, one of us jumps in with a voice. Yeah, so it's always like that's my spot. That's mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I do notice that. Yeah. But you don't think uh, guys? I've I never. Think, I really haven't. Ex- and if yeah, so experience but anyway, that. if someone is t- doing all the talking and and it's all about themselves, yes. that's a, yeah. If it's yeah. all about themselves, mm-hmm. if they're yeah. talking and asking questions, yeah. you're having a good conversation, fine. But if it's all about themselves, run. And uh, unless, at least, you know, um, you can figure out where people's politics might lay if you do any social media looking at somebody if you're one of those people who mm-hmm. want to look up somebody before you waste your time yeah, and, or again, if it, the re- pick up the phone yeah if the religion or politics thing right. is really important to you yep. you need to get that out of find that out before you even have a mm-hmm. damn date yes. yep. cuz don't waste your time if that's something that's meaningful right, to you your attitudes aren't going to change Never. just for you no, no 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 okay and then um no i love a cheesy one liner but you know this <laughs> What are they saying? <laughs> they just say that, that that can be, don't be cheesy on the first date. You might have been cheesy to get the first date. Right. But don't be cheesy mm. on, leave the cheese at home. 
Okay. Oh, for crying out loud. you got to know each other more to be cheesy. Yeah, you do. Okay. Cheesy and teasy. And then um, using too many big words. Oh, please. Oh, to show off? Yes. Oh, to seem like you're smart. I yeah, see. please. And 70% <laughs> of people say yes, awkward silences on a first date are awkward. They don't, no one likes them. Right. And everybody has them. And the top four ways that people deal with awkward silences are changing the subject, yep. just ignoring it, staying silent and letting it be awkward. And then the good old, I gotta good go to the restroom. Check, out, check my phone. Oh my gosh. Well, you never would do that. I mean, that would just be really bad. But people do. Well, yeah. Goodbye. That would also be another buzzkill. Yeah, that would totally. Um, and then 13% of people admit that they are so desperately worried about something to talk about. They've Googled conversation starters during the date, like on the restroom break. (laughs) Yeah, and 19% admit to Googling conversation starters. Donnie, Google that right now. To prepare for a date. But Well, here's the deal. There's nothing wrong with preparing. and and you, And they they recommend, you know, read the top headlines of the day. Know what's going on that day. Know what's going on in... But again, I would just... Everybody should talk on the phone first. Hear the voice. You can hear the voice. You can see if there's going to be pauses. You can yeah. see if you're going to be able to talk to each other. I, don't waste all no, this time texting. Don't it's, show up on a date with someone you don't know when the first minute they open their mouth and you're like, I can't run fast enough. Yeah, but you're stuck. Julia. It's a time saver. This is why you've you are not a dating toddler anymore. You're a full-blown dating whoop, whoop. teenager. I've You've, been promoted. Well, I've no, been growing up. It's all that you have to learn it all over again and in this whole new way. and In this new way with all of the... But you're still, I would say, that you had a naivety about men. Everything. Because you were with somebody and you met a long time ago in yep. your 20s. Whereas other people, other people that didn't do that, we were sowing our oats and being randy. And so there is sort of a expertise level that you have in the way of men and women when you spend more time catting around when you're younger. That's it. And you have more sexual real estate. We know that. More catting around mm-hmm. territory. You do. And so people... I've made up for yeah, it. Yeah, I know. And that, but But... but Men are men and women are women. And, you know, there's not at the very base level, we're still not that far from the caveman came woman uh, with the way that people naturally are instinctively. You're you're right. You're right. There are a lot of websites offering suggestions for For conversation conversation starters starters on a first date. Yes. Some of them make sense, some of them are a little odd. Yeah. So you can find anything on Google. Honestly, no, that but again, it, it is wise to to find out. Well, besides calling to get yourself in some current events or something yes. for the day, not yeah. political, not heavy, but yeah, kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And based on what the profile was that you were attracted to, you know what their interests are in some sort of a way. Yeah. Very good, Julia. Oh, Drop a little. Gosh, how about that Vikings draft this weekend? Yeah. Jeez, are you happy about it? I yeah. Hate football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You yeah. Okay, so um 
Okay, so here is something. Okay. Um, once again, once again, no, I've got to save this one for the study of duh. That's for tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, okay. I did not realize my right. University of Pittsburgh research paper had reached me early. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They were supposed to not be in the mail till tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is a story. Let's see what time it is. I really don't have it. It's called Uncle Zoning. And, um, oh, come on. Tell it to no, us. No, we don't have time. You can see we're very much out of time. But if you saw Chris Rock on Jimmy Fallon last week, when he shared the story about trying to make a play for Rihanna, uh, there was some Uncle Zoning that was happening. And maybe... I'll just share that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When we come back. Okay. That? All right, we'll be right back. by the way. Happy birthday. I know. Okay, so Uncle Zoning. I just called it, I always called it, he's a Gomez is how I refer to it. Now it's a, so Rick, Chris Rock is telling Jimmy Fallon that he's, he, he, now that he's single, he decided he wanted to hit on Rihanna. Like he thought the only thing keeping him from Rihanna was the fact that he was married. So he's at a party or something. And he decides he's going to make a play for oh, Rihanna. Now he's 53 and she's 30. Oh dear. And he said, like, do you ever not realize how old you are? Like, I couldn't tell how old I was. And she didn't even register me as a sexual being. She was just like, <laughs> have you seen Ray J? Where's Ray J? And he said, the fact that Rihanna didn't even take me seriously that I was trying to get in her pants. Oh. And, and, and that... 
I mean, I do. I I remember doing that. We would go to these bars where we knew older guys would right. be there. We had no intention of having anything to do. We didn't even take them seriously. No, they would buy you a drink. Yes, and we'd let them admire us and see how okay. hot we were. But they, right. we called them Gomez's. I absolutely we, love as in that. Gomez from that one TV Adam's show. family. The uh-huh. Adams family. Yeah. You never even thought about it, mm-hmm. and it was like anybody who was basically. At least ten years older than me is who I put in that category. The uncle, because my uncle was ten years older right. than me. Right. Okay. Fine. I see. And I mean, so anyway, it was it was this funny revelation that he had. And <laughs> you can call it Uncle Zoning, whatever. We just called it the. You know, he's it's that place is full of Gomez's. Yeah. But yes, they, got it. Someone will buy us a drink and it'll be kind of fun. And you know, we never any intention. So. It is kind of like these 40 and 50 year old guys that are out there that are trying to get 27 young, year olds. Yeah, yeah young yeah, women in their trying. They, they, they think of you as a Gomez. And because to them, you are. They want to be with someone as hot as they are, mm-hmm. except for the rare occasional gal who, you know, maybe her parents were older when she was born and she's more comfortable exactly, with the older face. Exactly. But I mean, you know, I mean, your daughter, Donnie, I'm sure she was never like anybody that ever would. Because older guys no, always do no. try and hit on mm. you. And you don't even take them seriously. No, never. never had any interest. Yeah, no. you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, no. you know what? You don't even think of them as sexual. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm with you, sister. Yeah. All right. All right. All right so that's uncle zoning. Okay. Uh, tough story here. Or Gomezine. Gomezine. <laughs> Tracy Anderson's fiance leaves her amid pregnancy rumors. And she's pregnant with his child. Okay, this is this is sad. We don't like her, but this is a, not a good story for anybody. So Tracy Anderson was the trainer to the star. She started out with Madonna. She's done uh, Gwyneth lately. Many other people. Madonna, they broke up. They I broke know. up over, over Gwyneth. Gwyneth. They did. This was when Madonna lived in the UK and so did Gwyneth. Yeah. Um, so she met this guy. She was divorced. And his name is, is Scottish. He's a Scottish hedge fund manager named Rick Riley. How fancy. Yeah, he was getting his first uh, wife, or his wife asked for a divorce. They um, were five months into getting the divorce and stuff when she met. So they were both single when they met, okay? Okay, but how long out of his marriage was he? Not long. Okay. Not long. Rebound. And total rebound. Mm -hmm. And um, he... They met, they got engaged at Aspen pretty quickly. They met in 2016. They got engaged all, you know, in Aspen. Just this year? Yep. So they dated for two years. Yeah, I guess they did, Lori. Okay. And so he wanted, um, he, she, it's claiming that she's in the first trimester of her pregnancy and she's now inconsolable because he's called off the wedding that Uh-oh. was supposed to be July of this year. Uh-oh. But he reportedly wanted to try for a baby as soon as they became engaged. He wanted a July wedding um, and ended things out of the Is this the guy blue. she froze her eggs with? Because yes, she was yes. honest about yeah. that. Yes, she Nick Riley. And um, she oh, does dear. not understand what is going on. She's inconsolable. She completely trusted him. They just got engaged two months ago. Yep. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. This, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, he's responsible he's for this kid. She's currently surrounding herself with close friends who witnesses who witnessed Nick's action and saw how he manipulated mm. her with the promise of a life together. And now she has the the thing that will always remind him of her, a bun in the oven. Well, her publicist said about the story 
to confirm the pregnancy. When Tracy has something she wants to share, she will. Right. And then when asked about the breakup, her rep added, we won't be commenting at this time. This would have been her third marriage. Was it that she just got pregnant? And I don't know. Bleep got real or was there something else going on? I We oh, don't no. know, but she had... Um, That's harsh. I think it's so harsh. Mm-hmm. I think it's so harsh, but we'll find out more about it. Or or not. And if you want to buy her online streaming program, what if it, what it's if, really expensive. What if he dumped her because he didn't want her to gain any weight after all of the weight, all the all the weight shaming that she has done over the years to I people? I think it's deeper, Laurie. She has terrible yeah. advice for oh, people. I know. Yeah, I know. But I would not wish a girl to I, be... No. But I don't know. She hasn't con- even confirmed she's pregnant yet, so don't even feel bad for her. All right, fine. Okay. I do feel bad with her. that. But we don't even know if she's, her her publicist won't even say if she's pregnant or not. Then I'm not allowed. Something is missing from this story. Uh All right, on a lighter note, uh, Bob Dylan is launching his own whiskey line. (laughs) What is taking him so long? (laughs) I I agree. I agree. Um, well, that's good. I'm, it's going to be called Heaven's Door. Oh, After I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I mean, finally, someone has approached Bob Dylan with yeah. a, a, an idea. It's a Tennessee. It's in, it's going to be a straight rye, a Tennessee bourbon, and, and a double barrel whiskey. The hmm. collection represents a partnership with this guy who knows how to do bourbon. I, I feel like I believe that, that Dylan sips whiskey. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. agree 100%. Yeah. And not yeah. on the rocks. Like, oh, no. No, he's like I up. was known to do with my Southern Comfort in college. Oh my gosh, would you get a headache from that? <laughs> what is Southern Comfort? Is it bourbon whiskey. or whiskey? It's yeah, whiskey. But it's sweeter. It's sweeter. Oh. It, it, it had a. I flavor. drank it in college. Yeah, didn't yeah. We? I? Thought everybody did. Yeah, everybody I knew in college. Uh, did. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, you just your head <laughs> felt like it was in a vice grip or something. <laughs> I bet this will be smoother because it's Heaven's Door. Is there a reason why Gwyneth Paltrow has been wearing sack dresses? Well, we're going to keep a style watch on her yes. as she shows up in any more loose baggy clothes. Okay. Did Meghan Markle put Prince Harry on some kind of pre-wedding juice cleanse? Oh, the, the, the Daily Mail will have you know that Meghan Markle is a, just a, she's a, just a health nut. She is a health nut. <laughs> Honestly, that's such a funny story. Yes, because he's just like, he needed it. I mean, he he's is already, lean and He ranging. is already he lean. I know it. He doesn't need it And at Keanu all. Reeves is in New York filming John Wick 3, looking very beardy, I'll have you know, He Julia. is very beardy. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll see you cats tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.